0: Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Alright, welcome everybody. This is the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig, along with Jeff. We're back for, what, the week 10 edition now already? Week 10. and we got only four more regular season weeks before the playoffs already right. for your fantasy teams. So crunch time. A Lot of people probably have their trade deadlines coming up. If not, I've already passed. So we will go over the week nine recap. Tell you who the top players were, some of the players who disappointed. Then we'll go over the waivers again to show you know. You need to waivers are huge right now with these bye weeks to try to get you in the playoffs. So we're gonna go over all that and we'll get going with that. And Jeff, how was your fantasy weekend?
1: Uh a little bit up and down. I scored well, but um or for the most part, Jameis Winston stepping in for Tom Brady in a lot of my leagues that worked out like a charm. So yep. really happy about that. But and uh, Melvin Gordon, I'm a, a big Gordon. supporter of him. Man. And man, he is uh there's there's no doubt anymore, which is great. It, it,
0: Melvin Gordon is I can't believe how good he is. Like I thought he was a good player, and he was behind a bad offensive line. Even the year started, he was doing okay, getting touchdowns. But now he's just he's ridiculous. The guy is. Unreal right. right now, how and good he is. And he's a touchdown machine, too. I mean, oh, it's right now, he's actually he's on pace for 1,800 yards in 20 touchdowns.
1: Is it really? <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's,
0: that's mind blowing. Yeah, 1,800 yards in 20 <laughs> touchdowns. Talk about
1: what a difference a year makes in man. being healthy. <clears throat> that you it, would have never said that about him last year. Everyone oh, was calling him a bust. Yeah,
0: this, like, he's, and think if he actually had a good offensive line right now.
1: Yeah, Danny Woodhead going down and just allowing him to get the kind of reps he needed. Well, they're
0: just giving him 32 carries. They're just giving him the
1: ball. I, I love seeing that. The fact that they're just going to load him up. Um, I mean, not to jump ship on this one but or jump down the list, but another guy that is just getting a ton of carries, Ajayi. Oh, yeah. And another guy I absolutely love now, too. Ajayi, I, man. That's, two guys I would never bench anymore.
0: The, he's clearly the guy. I mean, the last three games for Ajayi, 25 carries, 28 carries, 24 carries. And know what I love about <laughs> each
1: one of those, I believe the Dolphins won each of those games. They're, so why would you stop
0: doing it? They, so, and the Jets, they just wanna get the Jets They had a great run defense. He still had twenty four for a one eleven and a touchdown. The guy's punishing. And he is something. And he, he had the first five games of the year he barely played. So he's he's rested, he's ready to go. He's only played really three full games so far.
1: And and once again, when you go down this list, the people that I'm I felt good about and the people I still feel good about are all running backs. Yeah. And, and the not the ones that you thought they were yeah, going to be. <laughs> the wide receiver heavy oh. lineups are taking on the chin this year. Yeah,
0: that this was, what, one of the first years everyone went wide receiver heavy in the draft? And I don't think it worked.
1: No, it's the first one. The people that did it the past two years, it worked yeah. out really, really well. Has
0: any of the – who – there's not been a receiver that has been a consistent every single week top player because Julio's um, even had a couple bad weeks. True, Odell's I, had bad weeks. Antonio Brown's had bad weeks.
1: I, I think the only one Mike that, Evans. I was just saying Mike Evans. Um, he's had a few that you probably you know he probably had a five or six point week. Yep. But even that, that's something I well, can. We kind of yeah, already deal
0: with. Kind of already forgot about Mike Evans. We didn't even have him in our rundown because it was so long ago. It was last yeah, Thursday was. already. But oh, I mean, yeah, he, he, he was great. he was by far the top wide receiver for Week Nine. He had 27 standard points. This the number two was Michael Thomas with 19.3. My boy Michael Thomas. <laughs> yeah, he had the two well, two touchdowns. But Mike Evans, he had 11 catches for 150 yards, two touchdowns, and he had 17 targets.
1: Yeah, the guy's a beast. and, and Winston has. I mean, they've been playing good matchups yep. as well, and Winston's playing. You know, oh. playing really well. As the well. only concern
0: so, is Evans did. He's in the concussion protocol right now, so oh my god, that of a, hit he took was yeah, brutal. That catch was. <laughs> no <what>? I don't <laughs> Man. No mom or
1: anything. <laughs>
0: real. You really hope he plays this week oh, going was against right Chicago. On the chin. He goes against Chicago this it, week. Yeah, so I'm that's... I'm
1: expecting him to play. I'm expecting huge I am yep. actually yeah. I think we'll get to that. in My rankings, yeah. but <laughs>
0: we'll get that the next episode, next show so we else? do. Next guy, Marcus Mariota. I uh, want to talk yeah, about him.
1: Getting to QBs, Marcus
0: Mariota. Like we've been, you you were probably, I think, the first to have him up higher in your ranks. I was a little hesitant and didn't do it right away, but
1: yeah, I, I liked him. And I mean,
0: it was more of like a, in a matchup thing. But it was, now it's it, like it's
1: still a matchup, and I like him over the probably the majority of people. But yep. he he's still gonna be in my my lower. Probably. But he's—I
0: think he's a QB one
1: now. Oh, I, I do too. It, I just think he's probably an eight, nine, yeah. 10 well, And well, then if you get him against a tough matchup, yep. uh, he he falls off.
0: That's true. Too. He's had the schedule he's had here for the last five weeks has been pretty generous. He started out with Miami who we, we scored 36 on. But then he had Cleveland, Indianapolis, Jacksonville, San Diego. So maybe we should... Yeah, I, that's why
1: I'm, I'm saying temper expectations I mean, play, of the young okay. guy.
0: Okay, yeah, that's true. But then look at his schedule coming up. Green Bay, who didn't look very good against the Colts. <clears throat> then he plays Indianapolis again. And then he gets Chicago.
1: Uh, well...
0: that's Those next three weeks, yeah, he's, yeah. You, he's going to play them. Then he has a bye week, week 13, which is... that That's is, that's terrible for if you're yeah, using late. him. And then week 14, he gets Denver. So... You yeah, probably you only going to use him till as you're as only, well, only right. going to use him till week 12 but yeah. you can get him the next 3 but weeks. But he's definitely
1: I mean he's still playable and this is a guy that I mean you can probably still find on your waiver wire. Mean,
0: he's had a 5 or 7 of his 9 games have been over 20 points this year. Yeah. In the last 5 he's three of his last 5 have been over 30.
1: But dude, wide receivers have been very tough to kind of uh get locked down yep. trying to figure out who's going to score what week. I feel like QBs have been one of those where we've called them pretty pretty consistently yep. and, and you know it's guys like Mariota and the next guy we talk about Dak oh, um, yes. he's another one we, we told you to play him last yep. week and obviously it was a good matchup. and you can
0: these quarterbacks this year it is true matchups are everything like if you if is. you get one of those you get the Cleveland you get to play against San Diego New Orleans Chicago you, you get a those huge group, bump in my book. No, every single quarterback in the league can and score you the great is. thing
1: about I mean you look at his numbers do you have him up
0: Dak? Yeah. yeah. Dak was, he was 21 for 27 this week for 247, three touchdowns. That's pretty solid there. Yeah,
1: and the great part about that is and, he didn't even throw one to Dez. Dez yep. was non-involved, well, and really.
0: I've been down more on Dak, probably. I've been really hesitant to bring him up in my rankings. I just, I think maybe because I like Tony Romo so much, and I've I really kind of been wanting Dak to struggle. <laughs> <laughs> but week one, he, scored, he had 10 fantasy points. Since week one's 10 fantasy points, he's had no lower than 18
1: yeah, the guy is incredibly consistent, yeah. and he's getting more weapons, and I think it helps a ton that, I mean, his his line is great. And then you have oh, yeah. Easy just chewing up defenses. Yep. So, he, I mean, he has a really nice time sitting back in the pocket and kind of picking them apart, even when he didn't have – high quality targets like Dez which I hope they really get on the same page Yeah Dez so that was I one think he could even add more value to Prescott
0: Dez though that's a little little concerning one for one catch
1: Yeah I'm not I'm not as worried about it um
0: I guess it was Cleveland they didn't need to th- throw
1: Yeah they him the were ball. just pounding them so you know, from the very beginning. I mean, it was a Jason Witten game. Yeah, yeah. Jason Witten. Did okay, great. Cole Beasley caught a touchdown. You, your boy. He
0: got over that fifty yard <laughs> mark,
1: did. so he proved me wrong yes. by sixty yards. But that touchdown was great. So. Is,
0: is Jason Witten? That's not a performance we expect to continue. I don't know, but I love seeing it. I did a little higher yeah.
1: in my um, because the week was so yep. uh, such a terrible matchup for everyone. I'd win uh, in my starting tight ends. Yep. Um, I I think I still have him up this week, but. Maybe it's, it's one that's going to be up and down cuz there's a lot of a lot of people to throw the ball to now as people do does though. take a lot of years. Oh, absolutely. And Witten, everyone forgets about him. He's still yeah. a great player.
0: Yeah, he is. He just hasn't needed to get all the catches, but I guess if they need to throw to him, he's he can still do it. That's showing that. And Zeke, what can you say about him, man? It, he, he didn't hit 100 yards this week. I guess that's what we can complain about. <laughs> yeah, he only a had only had 92 yards, <laughs> but he had two touchdowns like it's unreal. Yeah,
1: he, yeah he's a monster. He's and, great. And behind that, I mean, with that line blocking form too.
0: Yeah, if, you, if you're in a keeper league and you have Ezekiel Elliott, you're feeling pretty good right now. You're going to have him for years to come and he's yeah. going to dominate for you. Well, Another player I want to talk about, Mark Ingram. We went into that did game I, wondering. Did we
1: call the, I didn't call this, but did I not call the 50-50 and he will get his Hey, I,
0: I kept Mark Ingram ranked 14th this week. I, I did
1: not think he was going to do that with okay. it, though.
0: Tim Hightower, I think it was about the first seven carries of the game, it was all Tim Hightower. It looked like Mark Ingram was benched, and it looked like he was I done. I thought they were
1: still mad at him. And then, and they, then he
0: came in and got a yeah. 75-yard touchdown.
1: Well, I mean, when you do that right away, everything is forgiven. Yep. That
0: <laughs> 15 for 158, yeah. a touchdown. He got he caught a touchdown. I mean,
1: that was wonderful to see, but I do think for people who own him or Hightower, um, what that's going to do is you're going to see a lot of both of them, I think. Hightower oh, yeah. looks good when he's running the ball. You don't want either one to get too banged up. So I think both are going to get shots. <clears throat> Against a good run defense, it kind of hurts you. I think so that shows that the San
0: Francisco, I think, is giving up 150 yards to a running back like five weeks in a row or something ridiculous. That That's just that's crazy. So coming up for the, this week, David Johnson's the one who gets San Francisco's yeah. defense. Or what do we expect in 300 yards? Uh, like this is, I mean,
1: it's unreal. Uh, you know, it's, um, it's a, it's a shocker. But I'm just going to give you a little tidbit for my rankings that will come out in a day or two. And uh, yeah, he's going to be number one in running. Yeah, runs. you know, what? I,
0: I think I might have done the same thing. It's kind of, I expect so, 200 yards wouldn't surprise me. You can't predict 200 yards for a player, but honestly, if I was ever going to predict 200 yards for a player, it's going to be. David Johnson, so versus the most San dynamic
1: player gets to go against like the worst defense.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's just that is that's not going to be fair. Oh, since we're playing, we're talking about the Saints there a minute ago. How about we talk about those receivers again? Michael well, Thomas. I do have to say, Brandon Michael Cooks.
1: Thomas. You've been talking him up for. the He past is weeks. going
0: to be the Saints' number one wide receiver. I, I keep saying it, and it's it going to happen. happen.
1: I think the thing about him is they use him in the red zone. They don't use Cooks in the red zone. Cooks,
0: he's just okay. He, he's okay.
1: He did fine. And he's five for fifty-six. They also play. New Orleans where everyone gets touches. So they throw it the ball. I mean, I think both of them had about the same receptions and targets almost.
0: Thomas just got the touchdowns, right? Yeah. Thomas, he right now is on pace for 95 catches, 1,146 yards, and 10 touchdowns. There is only one rookie receiver in the history of the NFL that have ever put up those 90, 1100, 10-touchdown numbers. That's Odell Beckham. He's that is it. it.
1: He's doing it. If you can do those kind of numbers quiet, he is... Performing.
0: Extremely quiet, but that's what I'm trying to... I'm trying to get his name out there even more. Yeah. Michael Thomas, he needs to be in your lineup
1: and every you know, week. I, mean, I think I didn't realize either. It was New Orleans, but, I mean, Sneed's been hurt, so he has been playing the pretty much the two spot. And he's the number one to me. Yeah, and Fleener, after having that one big <laughs> yeah, game, has been kind of an been. He's been getting out-snapped by Josh Hill. It's Yeah, He's so that whole thing. So he's getting a lot of... A lot of opportunity out there, but yeah, I'm coming around to Michael Thomas. Um, I knew he was a good athlete, but I'm I'm still pretty. I, I like Brandon Cooks. I, I don't. I don't, and I don't know. I, I, don't think, I just have I this weird Thomas thing against him. Thomas diminishes Cooks. That's no, that's thing. true. But there's plenty to go around. So
0: I just have this weird thing against him, and I don't. I still don't. I don't get it. But it's yeah. it's coming out every episode. Like I we this, talk about uh, Brandon Cooks too much. If
1: Michael <laughs> Thomas really is going to get ten touchdowns. That's really hard for someone like Brandon Cooks, who is yep. a great wide receiver. But you know. You're not going to look for him in the ten-yard
0: line. No, no. Let's, let's keep. Let's see here. Running backs again. We don't have this on our list. So I'm bringing this one up. Latavius Murray. He had 20 carries for 114 yards in three touchdowns against Denver.
1: Yeah, I,
0: I kept telling you. I, to- I how many I feel about how have them. I what have I been telling you about Denver's defense isn't as good.
1: Yeah, well, it's not so much yeah, True. i I've, I've been trying to bring this up. Still, secondary, like yes, them, but. but
0: their run defense is not as good as people think. People think oh, see Den not. people think see Denver and they think oh they're great defense. Pass, yeah, pass coverage, yeah, they're great. They're they're not stopping the running backs like they have been before. Latavius Murray, what has he done this year? And he goes and gets 114 yeah, and he against hundred and fourteen yards and three touchdowns
1: against him? He had one other good game, that was against Jacksonville.
0: Yeah, maybe Den I don't think Den I don't think you should be scared about playing a running back against Denver.
1: Well, I shouldn't say one other good game, but the one that stands out, two touchdowns. He still only had fifty nine yards and that one over eight you know, 18 touches.
0: Yep. yep. That's dude, Don't be scared of Denver's defensive run wise anymore. I don't think you should.
1: Yeah. And I don't know. What do you chalk that up to? Do you actually think Latavius Murray is going <sighs> to keep some sort of this production going or is this kind of a flash in the pan? He had just a good outing.
0: I think, I think it's probably more. That was their game plan for this. They knew it'd be tough to put, you know, throw against that secondary. Obviously Cooper and crap. She didn't have great numbers for the game. Derek Carr still played well, but I think that was their game plan going in. You know, run the ball with Murray. Now they have a bye week coming up. So then, but after that, they get Houston, Carolina, Buffalo. I think they'll still be pretty solid. He can have some decent games. I think you're going to start him for the most part. Even the last three weeks since he came back from injury, he had two touchdowns week seven. He had three then today. So he's had five touchdowns the past three weeks. Yeah, And even the week where he didn't get the touchdown, he still has seven standard points. So if you're playing a guy at running back two or a flex and he gets you seven, as the, that's the worst case scenario. That's not too bad. You can play him for sure.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I don't think he is elite like that last game would have you believe, but I do. I, I mean, I don't I don't know too many teams that wouldn't be starting him. Yeah, you would have to just be really loaded at running back.
0: People were really concerned about the Raiders and that running back committee, but I, I really feel like they've yeah. gotten to realize that he's He's yeah. the best of the I bunch think
1: they, there. I think they, that I think that's over with. Yep. To be honest, um, Latavius Murray is the prototypical guy. That's oh, why yeah. they loved him before. He's huge. He's insanely fast for being so big. Yes, but and you know the chances they got um, between Washington and um, and uh, the other guy that plays <laughs> Jalen Rich, yeah, Rich, Richard, Jalen Richard. Yeah, exactly Rashard um, Richard, whatever they you know, call they, him. They did okay, but they kind of yep. squandered their chances when he was gone. So I think it's uh, all Murray. Yeah. I think he's going to
0: get 80. I'm going to go to again to some of the more poor performances here. How about Marvin Jones and that one
1: catch for five yards? Dude, he, I try to have his back, and this is what he repays me hey, with. Hey, this is another catch. guy. That's I've the been number one wide I've been
0: down on him lately here. Yeah, and, for
1: good reason, I guess. I mean, and I was really, I was more not hyping him up, but I was saying with everyone on buys and having such terrible matchups. I was thinking, you know, he was still gonna get you fifty yards, even against a yeah. Minnesota defense that is very stout.
0: Yeah, the five yard really. Maybe, maybe that's more. To that's do with what matchup. shocks
1: me is the fact that one catch. Yeah, one catch. I don't
0: know. Maybe, maybe that. Maybe that is more to do with with the matchup. That maybe.
1: I, I mean, he was shadowed the entire game, but I, I, I'm Golden Tate is so much more involved now. Yeah, you know, Marvin Jones is falling down my list just because they don't seem. You know, I mean, they won the game, so, <laughs> you know, they have no reason to change their mind about it. I, th- I mean, he will have good games. You just see he has an incredibly low floor.
0: Yeah, I think those first couple games where he really went off has really made people think he's better than he is. I, this is more Marvin Jones who I think is out there. He's like a, maybe a top 25 receiver, maybe. That's what I think he is. I, he was always that in Cincinnati. He wasn't – I mean, how good was Marvin Jones? He was Okay.
1: Yeah, he was always well. He was second fiddle. I mean, I, I like Marvin Jones, but I maybe he's just not a number one wide receiver. And yeah, you, I don't you think see he Tate is. Tate is a lot more, but he's going against all the number two cornerbacks. Yep. He's getting a little yeah. We'll better wait better and matchups. see. I
0: guess the Vikings matchup is kind of tough.
1: Yes, yeah, t- it is really tough. But still, one for five yards yep. is unacceptable. It's un. It's just well, one of those things that it's going to take me a while to forgive. Some other matchup or
0: players that had some poor performances, and actually, it's kind of becoming a trend. Is the Denver wide receivers. Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders. Emmanuel Sanders, I'm gonna pull up his numbers here. And you I mean Emmanuel Sanders is one of those guys you just kind of put in your lineup and you don't think about it too much. The last five weeks he has now gone eight, four, eight point six, six point eight, four point seven. Trending down. Is it is it Trevor Simeon? It's not a good quarterback.
1: I mean, did anyone think Simeon was a good quarterback? I don't think so. <laughs> no. I think I mean, it's I think really I, showing up. I thought the fact that they were still putting up decent yardage was more impressive the fact that they were doing it yeah, with Simeon.
0: He had two games where he got week three and four, he had good scoring games. But other than that, he's he's what? Seven of his nine games for Manny Sanders, he's below double digits. Demarius Thomas, he's last four weeks, he went 1.5. Then week seven, he scored 10. Then 7.9, 5.6. I mean, he's... They're not wide receiver ones, and I think we keep ranking them like they are.
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: Everyone keeps ranking them like they're that, especially Demarius.
1: But well, it's tough. You look at Demarius, though, and he, <clears throat> I mean, the la- his this last game, he had, what, five catches for 56 mm-hmm. yards. Game before that, he had 79 yards. And then before that, he had a touchdown in four of the last five when yep. uh, that one San Diego game that was atrocious for him. But, so he has still been finding a way to get people – points, Yep. so I think that's why. I mean, he's such a beast that if he had a better quarterback, he'd be putting up crazy numbers. And
0: it's not going to happen. They're not getting that quarterback this year. No, and they're not. It's, but, I mean, you're still going to probably start him, I yeah, think, for the most part, especially, especially Demarius Thomas. But
1: yeah, Emmanuel Sanders is a little, a little bit of a different story, but he's still...
0: There's probably lineups out there that don't need to start Emmanuel Sanders anymore. They're, they're probably There's probably yeah, teams be, out there.
1: I'd be very... I mean, I don't know. I guess this one, um, week 10 against New Orleans, he's probably still very much playable um, because you're going to have to throw the ball. Yep. Uh, but I'm, I'm pretty low on Emmanuel Sanders. I, would, I still play Demarius Thomas. I think he's got a pretty good upside. I think they're going to be looking for him more than Sanders. That's Yeah, I, I believe that too.
0: All right, what about, talk to some other players here, Le- Le'Veon Bell. Any concern about him after his four 14 for thirty two <laughs> game against Baltimore?
1: Nothing you want to see, but I'm not. I really am not worried.
0: He really running
1: wise, he hasn't been spectacular since he came back. But
0: that's not what Bell is. I guess he's running, but he also gets the yeah. receiving, which keeps you into it. It's kind of nasty. But he's not. He's he's not David Johnson, Ezekiel Elliott, Melvin Gordon, is he? He's not those. He's not as good as them right now.
1: No, he's not. Which and is
0: surprising. I thought he would. He should be. But he's he's probably still top five. But he's not. One of those top one, two, three backs. Yeah,
1: I mean the fact that he gets he catches so many balls right. and he still gets a, a huge workload. And I mean, don't get me wrong. He, yeah, his production he doesn't run like he did last year. I think, but at the same time, he's I don't think he's really putting up terrible, terrible numbers. No, I think last not. game just... he looked he looked pretty sluggish. But before that, I mean he he still averages over five yards of carry. Um, probably the majority of his games. Yep. Um, you know. It's just one of those things, you're going to have the down ones, and he's just not having a year like he did the one before, and we're expecting him to have these huge numbers. Yep. But like you said, the fact that he's still in the top five discussion is saying something missing the beginning of the year.
0: Well, Another guy that I think we keep thinking it's going to happen, but Todd Gurley. He had 12 I, for 48. So what
1: do you think about him?
0: Man, I just think the team is too bad. It, it, it's not, the team is terrible, and... It, as long as Case Keenum's quarterback, I don't the teams don't have to respect the pass. It's just not it's not happening. I think Gurley's talented enough to do this. I, I, he should be if you put him in Dallas's offense line in Zeke oh spot, gosh. like he would be that good. Oh, I feel yeah. like I think he, I think
1: him and Zeke are very comparable to each I other. I just
0: man, these numbers look ugly when you look at him. He hasn't had a hundred yard game. He hasn't been over eighty five. He hasn't had he's he's only been above sixty yards twice this year.
1: It is ugly. Yeah, I do have to say it the keep, fact that he's catching the ball a little more than he did in the beginning you know, of the season. He needs that to get to yeah, be yeah evening him now, out. But I mean, you look at his numbers and they're okay. I mean, yep. you're still playing him. I mean, he's almost gotten. He had what he have. I mean, well, he had twelve. He had
0: twelve for forty eight rushing, and he had four catches for twenty six yards. Yeah.
1: So. Know, seven it's, and a half.
0: It's it's really disappointing for those teams yeah. that drafted him as a number that, one. I
1: mean that's where the issue comes in because the three games before that, he you know, he has nine, ten, and fifteen pre, you know, respectively. Yep. And those are those are nice. Um but he's not the he's not the R B one. No. And it's, even worse is I mean, when is this poor guy gonna <laughs> get in the end zone? How do you have Todd Gurley and he only has one touchdown. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Three touchdowns. Yeah. He had but one big game with like, Tampa Bay. But three. I mean, yeah. we're entering week 10. And you have one of the most talented young running backs. It just doesn't seem to be happening. Yeah. I mean, it's. it's and the sad thing watch. is, if
0: you're a Todd Gurley owner, you can't put him on your bench. Can yeah, you?
1: And he's not bad enough to bench. No, I mean, but. It's, you look at the numbers, we're. we're we're it's just, it's just frustrating. It's
0: just frustrating. It's it's frustrating. I thought Todd Gurley would. I, I would have personally drafted Todd Gurley over David Johnson, and I would have drafted him over Ezekiel Elliott this year. Per, I would have done that. And I'm happy I never was in a situation to do that because I would be yeah, feeling terrible about myself right yeah, now.
1: I totally understand that. It's, I, uh, I thought Gurley was good enough to overcome the – I knew that the Rams weren't going to be a great team by any means, but look what he did last year. Yeah, I thought it was – It wasn't was, that much of a different team. Yep. So that's why I'm kind of shocked.
0: Yeah, me too. All right. Any other players you As want to you go said, over at just, all?
1: are <laughs> a really depressing <laughs> podcast right
0: now. It is. Any other players you want to talk about from the weekend, or do you want to move over to the waiver wire?
1: No, let's, let's hit the waiver wire. All
0: right. Waiver wire. Let's go. It is, again, not that exciting, which it's been like that most of the year, but there's some guys on here that can help you. Started off, the number one guy I have listed is Chris Ivory. He's gotten down below to forty-one point eight percent owned, and finally came up with some a you know, good game on Sunday. So if Chris Ivory, he should be owned. He, he's not maybe not going to be great, but if that's a player, he has to be better than half the guys on your bench.
1: He's a forgotten guy because Completely. of his injuries and everything. Maybe like he's
0: he, he had eighteen carries for one hundred seventy yards. That's pretty yeah. solid numbers there.
1: I'd like him, especially in Jacksonville, where <clears throat> I mean, no other back stepped up. Yeah, oh, yeah. He's just going to pound it out What he, he does very well. He had eight, well.
0: 18 carries to TJ Elden 7 carries. It just If he's out there, I'd pick him up and maybe he see if this is something that's coming up.
1: Yeah, and it could vary. I mean, Jacksonville is such a dumpster fire <laughs> yes. that you're wondering, are they going to keep giving him carries or are they going to try to air it out? You're not yep. going to really know way too weak, but he is – Pickens are slim guys. They are, and it's so Week Ten—that's so one of these guys you that start taking some chances on. Especially
0: these guys. In the, with, if you have some fab money left. It's, I mean, at this point, what are you waiting for round four? Take some chances on these guys, like these next two on our list. I have Tim Hightower and then Robert Kelly, both kind of in similar situations. Both supposed to be the backup running back, but have getting work like they were the start. Or Kelly played because of Matt Jones' injury. Um, Tim Hightower was the starter for the Saints this past week, and then Ingram came in. And put up the big yeah. numbers, but I think it's going to be at least a split for Ingram and Hightower. And I still think Sean Payton is a much bigger fan of Tim Hightower than he is Mark Ingram. I think that's yeah. pretty
1: apparent. Absolutely. And you saw what Hightower could do last year. Yep. I don't want to keep bringing it up, but man, history repeats itself. Don't sleep on Hightower. I think he's going to be a nice addition to your team.
0: Yep. And then uh, Robert Kelly, he, he played ahead of, you know, Mad Jones was out last game, so he had a pretty solid game. And it sounds like uh, Jay Gruden has said that Robert Kelly has earned the touches, he's the guy. Matt Jones is gonna to have to try to overtake him. Again, that's another situation where I'm Jay Gruden likes Robert Kelly more than he likes Matt Jones. Yeah. Matt Jones' fumbling problems have you know the same same situation, fumbling problems for the starter. I tell you, man, Jones, if he puts it on the ground one more time it's Robert Kelly's Yeah. Team. I mean those that's another those two, especially I think out of those two, Hightower and Robert Kelly Robert Kelly's one that I feel like has a better chance to be the starting running back and be the guy. Mark Ingram has history with New Orleans. He's probably going to be there, but Matt Jones, Matt Jones hasn't yeah. really ever done anything. I, th- I think Hightower
1: is, if you need... Safe? I think he's safer. He's, he's gonna safer? A I think of Robert Kelly has the yeah. better lottery ticket potential. I do too. I, I think he has a chance to be huge down the stretch. Yeah, that's what guys
0: yeah, I, that's one of them. You have some spots on your bench. Take, get Robert Kelly and spend a little bit of money because, I mean, at this point, what do you need that for? I don't know how Same many thing. people are going to come up these next couple weeks.
1: And those three guys, it's, it's difficult to come by running backs that you can count on. Um, yep. These three guys have the potential to be playable in the next three weeks for sure. Yep. So, you know. Well, after, you know.
0: after these guys, it gets a little bit more depressing. But <laughs> I'm going to jump around here and actually talk about James Starks first. Because James Starks, another running back. Who? Well, that's an interesting. One. Yeah, he he's back. He was back at practice last week, so he is practicing. He I mean he could play this week. We don't know, but when he comes back, he is going to be the running back. I don't think they're going to keep Ty Montgomery back there. He's not a running back. They like what he's he's been okay for what yeah. he's doing, but James Stark is going to get all the work when he comes back. He's yeah. only eighteen point four percent owned.
1: Yeah, I think you're banking on if Green Bay has one running back, it's, he's got to yep. get at least half the touches. Oh yeah, and I like Ty Montgomery back there. I really do. But Starks will get, t- especially if you if you really do want to do something around the goal line, if you really want to run the ball, he's well, going to get first crack. And
0: even if you like what Montgomery, timeout- people like what Montgomery's timeout- done, he's done great. But the yeah. problem is, overall, the actual team, not fantasy purposes, they just lost to the Colts. It didn't look good doing it. They're one-dimensional. They need that running attack. They need James Starks in there. Yeah, I mean, true. I picked him up in my league last week, in our league. I picked him up, so. Yeah, wait around and see what happens. <laughs> that's one of those guys I think you need to do. Then we got some wide receivers in here that they don't... They're not like people you're terribly excited about, but we need to talk about them. Rashard Matthews had two touchdowns last week for Tennessee. So, I mean, kind of watch that one. It's, I'm not excited about Rashard Matthews at all.
1: No, I mean, I, I, I like the guy. But he's he's had... I, I don't
0: like where he's at. You know, in the last five games, though, he's had five touchdowns. So, yeah, it's you can do worse. I mean, he's... I don't really like the offense for passing-wise, but Mariota's getting better and better. Yeah, and, and it's it one of those, Mariota has a hot hand. And what and we,
1: I'm not I'm not high on Mariota staying at this level like we, like we've talked about. We talked
0: about the, the next three weeks looked pretty good matchup-wise, so do. that could be something.
1: And obviously, Richard is their best wide receiver yeah. they have. Another one, J.J. Nelson from Arizona.
0: He had a huge game in Week 8 before the bye week. Bruce Arians came out and said J.J. Nelson's a starting receiver for them now. I mean, it could, it's probably just coach speak. He's just you know, but we'll see what happens coming up next week. Michael Floyd hasn't been any good. No, John Brown's been injured. Yep. Maybe J.J. Nelson really is that number two receiver, and if he is the number two receiver, that's a that can be a huge yeah. potential position for somebody. It's a
1: good offense to be yep. in. Um, Fitzgerald good, you know, draws the attention. You have you know David Johnson. Yep. Who everyone's going to be keen on trying to load up the box, and then you're out there an unknown guy. You're yep. going to get one on one coverage, and Carson Palmer. You know, I, I know he got hurt earlier in the season, but everyone kind of sleeps on this guy. Oh this guy yeah, he's
0: a very good quarterback. so yep. Yeah, that's a that's one. I, I'm actually I'm really interested to see what he does next week. That if he puts up good numbers again, he's I think there's a good spot yeah, for him there. I'm very it.
1: interested in JJ Nelson. I, he's one of those um, rare commodities on the waiver wire, especially with wide receiver, that he's going to be. I mean, a possible wide receiver too, yep. which you look on here and that's tough to come by. And he's going to be on a, a good team that likes to throw the ball. Yeah, I
0: think at this point, especially, I mean, start looking for those guys that have the potential to change your team for the next four weeks. Like, Safe safe can be okay if you don't need much, but if you're trying to turn around to get to a playoff spot and you're not looking too good, get some of those guys. Exactly.
1: If you're plugging a hole for one week, I I completely understand going the safe route where you're saying, hey, I'm going to take my four points and maybe he'll catch a touchdown. Oh, yeah. But if you're looking for something a little bit farther, J.J. Nelson might be my... He's kind of my favorite pick on here besides for uh, Robert Kelly. Yep.
0: Yeah, and both of those are actually owned by myself in our league, Jeff. I was talking about that. Talk about Cor- I, I didn't have any spots <laughs> for them. No, I'll, just say, I'll just say I'm too good to own them. Uh, Cordero Patterson, you've talked about him the last couple of weeks. He yeah. didn't have a huge game. He's only six for 45, but he's obviously becoming more and more part of this offense every week. You can see
1: it. Well, This offense is so slow grinding yep. it out. I yep. think they're trying to find a way to get their best athletes the ball just yep. to kind of shake it up. And Cordero, Cordero Patterson, maybe not the greatest football player, but my gosh is a guy a phenomenal athlete. Oh, yeah. So get him the ball and he's been you know, he's been doing pretty I mean, good things with it. They had they get, he had eight targets and he's obviously part of their game plan now. It's
0: pretty clear. And with somebody who's part of the game plan is that potentially explosive it doesn't hurt to take a flyer on him either. You know, it's not like if you if you go back and look at his stats, there's nothing great, but I think the potential of him being Yes, growing. Uh, you know, just keep watching him. And then it gets uglier after that. Some players like <laughs> Adam Humphreys from Tampa. I'm,
1: he's one of those guys that I'm kind of rooting for. Yeah, I like, like Adam. Secretly, <laughs> I'm like, no, he could be he can be pretty decent. You're, he's he, kind of on a, a team that's finding itself. Yep. Um, he's been doing good things with the snaps he's been getting. He's the
0: number two there. He's behind. I mean, obviously, he they're going to they're going to throw the ball to Mike Evans about a hundred times, and maybe to Humphreys five. But he's the first guy to get yeah. those second catches.
1: And his they just have. A, like a billion guys they throw out on the field, including yep. running backs and everyone's getting hurt, so
0: Yeah, and Humphreys has been solid. A lot of people probably used him last week as a fill in role and he rewarded you with a touchdown. He had ten points. He did. So he's slow he's getting he's getting targets every week. It's nothing spectacular again, but if you need to throw in a player for a bye week, you know, you could find a worse position. And some other guys I got, some backup running backs again way further down the list. Paul Perkins from the Giants. He had eleven carries. Last you know, yesterday, Sunday, eleven carries. You only got thirty-two yards out of it, but they're obviously <laughs> starting to look at him more than they are. Rashad Jennings isn't doing <laughs> I was it. Say Rashad hurting. Jennings has pretty clearly shown that he is not a great running back. It's I think he's had enough sample size now to say yeah, that
1: they're really hurting and they're in their running game and really in their offense. They they came alive. Uh, I mean, thank goodness to Beckham, but that that whole offense is so up and down. Yep.
0: And I, I, mean, I can't say Paul Perkins is a, a good running back, but he's yeah. going to have a spot possibly. And then Kenneth Dixon from Baltimore, same kind of thing.
1: Yeah, everyone, you know, Terrence everyone was- keeps talking about it. I, I trust no one in that. I, I really think West. I don't know what the hell West. It,
0: got- uh, he has had two terrible games in a row. Yeah,
1: he has. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if they try to give it to Dixon. You guys, you can pick him up, and he's kind of a, one of those flyers, and yep. you could hope for lightning in a bottle. I, I don't personally see it, but I. This guy could in- prove me wrong because yep. there's no one else producing no, on that team. I mean, Terrence
0: West, 15 carries for 21 yards. I mean, oh, that's so gonna, that's not going to get it done. I think they're, T- Kenneth Dixon's going to get a shot. Yep. And if that's like another one, if you have a spot on your bench, it does not hurt to put a lottery ticket in for Kenneth yeah. Dixon. And
1: we'll find out if it was West or if they're – O line really is just bad. Then I'm Pitiful. talking
0: about a couple injured players like we did last week too, but there's a couple of them here. Sammy Watkins. I'm interested in this. He could be. He potentially could be back in about three weeks, two to three. I think it's about three weeks. Lose
1: their mind when you the, put that's, him on this list. If
0: you have a bench spot that you're not going to use, if you're past bye weeks, you don't need it. Why? Why not put Sammy Watkins on your bench if it's a spot you're not going to use? And just see, maybe he will come back. And if he does, you just picked up a. Top wide receiver for nothing for the playoff run. Yeah, if you are yeah. gonna if you are already a playoff team and you have one spot open, why not get Sammy Watkins? Because he will. It from it sounds like he could be back in three weeks. He didn't ever, He didn't have surgery. There was no surgery. This has all been just rest to recover. So it's not like he's come, trying to come back from the surgery. I think that's a good one to have there. Same thing, um, Ladarius Green with Pittsburgh. Again, we talked about him last week, but again, yeah, he has potential there.
1: I would love it if these guys came back. I. I just don't feel good about either I, of the situations. I don't feel great
0: about Watkins, but, but
1: really, yeah, this, like you said, it's I been, mean, if you can get a number one, like a, a tight end, number one potentially, we haven't seen Ladarius really a big sample size, but he could so be a tight terrible, end number one, tight end and a, a possible, you know, wide receiver one or two with Sammy.
0: Yep. Another guy we have way down here is Dewan Harris. It's that if Carlos Hyde is not healthy and is not playing this week. Dewan Harris should be one of the top pickups for this week. He had eighteen point two points last week filling in for Carlos Hyde. Yeah, I uh, we have him on have our list. That. Yeah, we have him on our list, but I think Carlos Hyde will be back. I'm expecting Carlos Hyde I, to be I back. Do too. So I guess why he's down there. But if you are a Carlos Hyde owner, I might pick up Dewan Harris. Jeff? <laughs> uh yeah. You might want to do that. I
1: was gonna say, uh, drones not getting it done, but um,
0: and I think uh, Dewan Harris is on the waiver wire for our our little league. We have, you know, I might have to, trying uh, to help you out here, Jeff. I might have to trying throw, to help you out. Throw you you little, know, throw
1: a little ash as well. Yeah, you're talking to the five time champ
0: here. <laughs> <laughs> but, and then some other players, you know, just one percent guys. We have Jack Doyle, another tight end fill in for the week. If you need know Chris Hogan, see what he does coming back from the bye week.
1: I mean, well, thirty percent on. So yep. obviously, we're not alone on that one.
0: And CJ Fedorowicz.
1: I really like I would Yeah,
0: that's not a bad one. I wouldn't mind playing Fedorowitz. Yeah. And, then, and uh, plus he
1: has a fun name to say. So. It's true.
0: I got I <laughs> said, uh, skipped over Marquise Lee. Put him back on the list here. He's had a few good weeks, and now Alan Hearns injured his ankle last week, came back, got a concussion. So if Allen Hearns is out, Marquise Lee becomes the number two receiver for Jacksonville, and you know they'll put up garbage time points at the very least.
1: They're gonna try at least <laughs> something. Might not you do know, it, but they'll try. That's
0: not a terrible position either. But that is about all for the wonderful waiver wire list again this week. It is. This has probably been the worst waiver wire in a few seasons. Like this whole. <laughs> yeah, this, so this we season, said this that year, same thing it's, last it's, week. it's
1: not getting better. No, this this year is really um, if you didn't draft well and you didn't pick up guys early. Nope. You were just throwing darts at the dartboard, trying to trying to figure something out here. But, I mean, these guys, there's some, there's a few on here that I, I'm I'm pretty high on. So I think yep. this is the week you go out there and you you try because I don't yep. I don't see it. There's a couple of players that have potential yeah. to be. And I don't see top. anyone else emerging at this no. point. I mean, we it's, who knows?
0: Somebody gets hurt this week yeah, and then I mean, next like week I said,
1: someone's backup. <laughs> well, which so, you already know about yep. that's possible. But did you see Hightower, Robert Kelly? No. I mean, Chris Ivory was supposed to be a starter, but he's a forgotten man. Yeah, watch Zeke
0: gets hurt this week. Alfred Morris becomes a well, 100% yeah. player next week. First so. of all, Morris <laughs> should
1: probably be a handcuff.
0: I don't know what his percentage is right now, but if he's not owned in your league. I, I guarantee you that's
1: gonna, probably over it, 50% yeah, just, you just you because everyone him. is drooling over
0: That's the actually very interesting. Yeah, He has to be. He's... he's um. No, Albert Morris is fifteen point one percent owned.
1: All right, well I'm lying,
0: and no one cares about handcuffs, obviously. No, I, if you're a Zeke owner, Albert Morris needs yeah, to honey, be. Your, how do you not Okay, your Albert Morris should be hundred percent owned to me because Albert Morris should be owned by every single Ezekiel see, Elliott yeah. owner if they can. There's, I don't see why you don't have him, but that's yeah, that's another one. Throw him anyway, on the list. Yeah. But I think that's it for the waiver wire. I don't have anything more for you. Anything else, Jeff? I don't, man. All right, well that'll be it. Um join us again tomorrow as we have our rankings edition. Until then, you'll visit us at fantasyfootballprofit.com, follow us on Twitter at the ffprofit, and until next time.